So, topic of energy, virya, the big big part of cultivation, both as a as a requirement. One has the resources of energy, and then the proper application of it. So energies aren't being used up on pointless things or the many possible, possibly useful or harmless things that are not really conducive to what we're trying to bring around. So, <clears throat> so energy here is a support for mindfulness and for concentration. And it's through those that bright, uh, flower into wisdom. So energy is the energy to for uh, steadying the mind. So that's its how it supports uh, uh, mindfulness and concentration. And it's also the energy is for investigating the mind. This is how it supports wisdom, looking into what's going on, what what arises with what, what is what the skillful results depend upon what a good mind states depend upon, what the negative mind states habits depend upon, what habits that we have that we're following need to be examined, checked. How many of them we're just going on automatic, taking things for granted, not really inquiring, bearing in mind the nature of our aspirations, of the uh, potential we have here, the resources, the requirements, the time, the space, the encouragement for enlightenment, for freedom, for release. Bearing these in mind, mindful of these, mindful of the Dhamma. Then how do we apply energy with that bearing that in mind? <coughs> what causes skillful mind states to arise? Mm. Kindness, um, aspiration, understanding karma, recollection of cause and effect, what we do affects us. We can bring around good results, so wisdom supports right application. Restraint. Things that you don't put you put aside, straining so the energy is not dissipated. Right, generosity, service, helping—you know, bringing up that energy. Aspiration, chanting, lifting the mind—important part of our practice. Starting the day, the sense of remembering the timeless transmission, the Buddha, the enlightened ones, feeling we're part of that, not just the current social, domestic kind of turn of events, but also that uh, we have the requisites, the transmission, aspiration, devotion. So this, this energy isn't always understood as energy. People think it means you believe in something. But it's the particular energy that arises 
based on faith. And we realize there is something meaningful, purposeful for us. There is the good, the bright, skillful. You know, there's the dark and the depressing and the problematic. But right, lift up. You know, lift up. And just sink down into it. Lift up. And it does. It's a lifting energy. And it comes up through. You develop it, particularly with chanting. Comes up through the chest and the throat. She does energize the body. <coughs> when you have a whole group of people sitting chanting together, there's a particular brightness that comes with that. Useful. It's not just a empty ritual. You can make it an empty ritual. Just another automatic thing we do. You know, get it over with. Or it can make something if you're gonna do it, why not do it well? Why not make the best of it? Why not get the good results from it? Why not put the the energy into it? It's been quite immediate. So this uh, aspiration is an energy. It's not just that it can be uh, triggered around particular long-term aims, but it's also an immediate energy that you can feel the benefit of. So if I go through the day just getting by, well, yeah, I can do that. (laughs) But it's sort of very uh, mundane, domestic. And just starting the day, that sense of rising up. What's, what's fresh, what's bright, what's keen in my mind. Uh, spend the time brightening the mind with aspiration. There's a Reflections on the qualities of the Tathagata, the Sangha, the Dhamma, that <coughs> supports those who support it. Dhamma upholds those who uphold it. So in this, we lift up the Dhamma, the Eightfold Path, the way of liberation. We bear it in mind. We lift up the path and the fruits, peace, clarity, wisdom, virtue, lift up those then they lift us up you can feel yourself coming out of the why bother, another day, ho-hum here we go kind of mindset into you know what else is going on in the world how else do people start the day fumbling, staggering out of bed swigging down some tea or coffee munching some breakfast reading the paper mumbling about this, that and the other run off to work, you know, sort of half there, half not there, people quarrelling, ignoring each other, grunting at each other. <laughs> daily, daily life, doing whatever, you know, sweeping up, spot welding, computing, offices, sweeping the streets, so forth. Yeah, okay, but uh, is that it? You know, that will I... So, is that it for human life? Or is that we can do the good, the generous, the lovely, the uh, 
personal. It's very personal aspiration. So we do it. In, we may perform these things as a group, but that doesn't guarantee the kindling of energy, because it can be just another conformist thing that we do. So how do you make it work? It's look in your own and go back to your original faith. Original faith. You open the opening up. Taking something on. Trying something new. Bringing things into the mind. Recollections of gratitude. Recollections of those who have gone before us. Working in your body, so how you can get your body to sit up. <clears throat> so, aspiration energy. So this is what comes dependent on the faith, remembering our, our faith. And then uh, specific factor, chanda, motivation, spark, you know, fl- Spark, sparking, virya, lighting the fire, getting yourself fired up. So it's misunderstood if it's just considered to be a straining, strain of willpower, which sometimes it gets classified as, you know, making an effort is automatically willful straining, Repressing, trying to become something, but this is because it's not taking into account the factor of faith. It would be just blind willpower if we don't have the something behind that, which is the recollecting the good, the bright. So you get the energy rises up. Then, what should I do from that? So it's very much lifted rather than dragged, pushed. You know, you get the don't make an effort attitude, just let it all happen. Well, you know, some good, some bad, maybe. But where's the brightness gone? There's this precious moment that we have. So we're just talking about sparking, lighting the fire. We're not saying we could, you know, taking on particular commando uh, resolutions, but just brightening the mind in the present. Aspiration. It's precious because... uh, in monastic life, it can the fire can die because it just becomes ordinary. Another start to the day, another day, oh hum. Lay life, it can become something that's swamped. There's so many other things we have to do. So it's, uh, it takes some focusing. Why well, it's said again, important to come back to one's very indria of faith, that capacity to be open to be interested to be you know looking to this moment afresh at there's something 
good here that can can arise, good potential. It's not all finished, it's not all ended, it's not all sewn up, as it were, keen. Investigation. So, various things that bring around investigation, yonisomanisikara, wise attention, what's good to give attention to, what's uh, suitable to give attention to. First thing, maybe it's just uh, putting aside. So, these uh, famous definitions of right effort, the energy when it's applied, putting aside what's not useful, not skillful, keeping it aside, putting aside what's not necessary, directly harmful, whether it's over-ambition, whether it's uh, a general list of hindrances, defilements, things we can get bogged down in, picking up what's useful and good, bright aspiration, bringing yourself into the body, drawing the body up from the base of the spine on up. Uh, Good, good result because it uh, keeps you foundation for practice. It allows the energy to, if the body is, is tall, is open, it allows the energy to completely fill and circulate. So you're naturally, when you're sitting still a lot, then you want to have that because otherwise it gets very stale, torpid. Pushing down through the through the tail, drawing the small of the back in, lifting up through the spine, dropping the shoulders, opening the chest, basic stuff, doing this. So that that application gives an immediate result. And you've got a better firm foundation for natural energy to circulate. Breathing. Being with the breathing, because the breathing can transmit energy through the whole system. And the breathing and the mind are closely related. So if your mind is is bright, your breathing will be bright. If your breathing is bright, your mind will be bright. Spend some time steadying on the breath, on the breathing, feeling the the flows of that, the brightening of the in-breath, focusing up through the head, through the eyes. If you can feel what happens around the eye sockets as you breathe in. The energy does move through the whole nervous system. slow slow the breathing down it makes it stronger lengthening the pauses making the breathing stronger through that investigating 
where is it needed across the chest so you can move through the whole body bits at a time widening it, steadying it seeing where it's tense seeing where it's gone stale loosening, opening, brightening Mm -hmm. so this energy applying it that way is supportive for mindfulness because you become very mindful of the body any part of your body is uh, you know is, is not open it will tend to lock block your energy so you find yourself stuck in your neck you know head tips forward energy is not properly circulating chest often compresses or the shoulders hunch smaller the back goes collapses you find yourself tilting over energy is uh, contracted doesn't circulate uh, just don't have to be a genius to notice so you can develop investigation in terms of the body sharpens your faculties because the investigation is the wisdom faculty but requires the ability to look specifically at points, at details and how they contribute to the whole picture so you can notice how you know, the posture, elements of the posture say you haven't got all of your back you've only got the top or you've only got the middle you haven't, you haven't, the best bit's gone numb or any bits that are missing will tend to affect the whole picture. Find yourself not being able to sustain energy. Energy doesn't circulate. So you look at cause and effect. Same with the mind. The mind uh, uh, looking at uh, mental factors. One's attention is here. Energy is going to be more gathered if your attention is wandering out. There's no aspiration, no keenness, no willingness. That go, then the energy goes. So you start looking into cause and effect in, in specific details, not in long-term things, but very immediately, at any particular moment. Well, it's useful to sustain skillful reflections on the the good and the bright. Notice if you start to to let your mind think about things that are depressing, worrying, guilt, regret about your own conduct, then something goes, you know, starts sinking. Fault-finding, mind starts to go again, sinking. But just keep coming back to the good and the bright. So it all it all adds up. Every bit of it adds up. Aspiration, morality, reflection, energy, mindfulness. It's all coming together. That's the way you cultivate. It's not just the blind bulldozing 
pushing onwards. It's a careful investigation, aspiration, putting aside restraint, picking up, staying with it, bearing the good in mind, staying with it, using the body, using the mind, using the heart, using all of it. This is why it's it's conducive to unification, because you have to put all of it together, the body, thinking, recollections, moods, emotions, those mental energies, those aspirational energies, putting together. Then you get the, the, the unification. Without it, you don't. It's, it's uh, you know, you get you get pressure, you get pushing, you get thinking, you get hope, but you don't get the samadhi. So if you're all aspiration and no body, then there's no there's no grounding. There's none of the body energy in it. If you're all body and no aspiration, you just get wooden. So look at what's needed. Look around. There's not a moment to be wasted in this. Because when we do something repeatedly like meditation, then just you, know, you start to build up particular habits. And then retreat, when we focus, or ideally every day, but certainly retreat is a time to start checking where, you know, what are the habits that one has built in, what are the assumptions we have about meditating. And uh, are they sound? Do they lead onwards? Do they, where are we going stale? Or is it becoming automatic? Bring forth this uh, saying: the monastic life, which laxly led, uh, laxly led, just uh, drags one down. That's to light, light the fire. This, uh, when the virya, the energy is aimed towards wisdom and concentration, it's not a dissipating fire. It's not a fire of greed or confusion. It's a warming, steadying fire. It keeps you going. This is why it's to be cultivated. 